This is a podcast. We talk about running. We talk about other things too. So please come and join us. We hope you enjoy this. This is on the bake. Hello and welcome back to On the Bakefoot. We'll start with a little recap of what's been going on over the last month. Well, for Mr Baker personally anyway, I had a lovely training trip, uh, a little holiday with the Totley guys off to Alpe d'Huez in the French Alps, which I highly recommend if you are thinking about a running holiday. If you can also time it with the Tour de France uh, Queen stage coming through the village then you're also doing pretty well we were very lucky to see that um outdoors the famous 21 switchbacks and this year was won by a brit uh, and even a yorkshireman in thomas pidcock who is um i don't think i'll ever forget that watching him cycle past with two kilometers to go absolutely out on his own um he had one earphone in, which I've been told is how they communicate with the team. Not that he was just enjoying some tunes. Uh, he looked like he was just out on a Sunday bike ride, just ploughing along, you know, just casually, just spinning the legs. And he looked very relaxed and very comfortable, which was kind of amazing when you see him leading something as competitive as uh, the tour. And then it was a little while before the next guys started coming through. So that was an absolutely amazing experience to get down and watch that. Um, We did a lot of hills. It was mainly all we did, just starting in the uh, chalet. uh, We had seven of us taking it in turns to cook the meals for for everybody. Um, Really nice, relaxing week. There was a game called Crackalacken Poker, which provided some of the entertainment. It, it's quite a, uh, you might see some of the Crackalacken Poker um, toads every now and then on Instagram, if you follow, as I think they're rather incredible. And uh, it's quite a tough game. It was, it was actually that stressful that one member of the group decided that he couldn't play it before bed as, you know, it was, it, it, it was too lively. Um, but yeah, you can get, guess from that that we're a pretty uh, pretty relaxed bunch of guys. Uh, we had an amazing week running. I have to recommend Outdoors as a place if you want a little bit of altitude. Running up to the um, very top and able to take take the chairlifts back down really did make for a great week. So I came, came away from that feeling fighting strong and took it to Old Crown. Um, the old crown round, the latest fell champs race up in the lakes. Uh, I'd had a bit of a long week that week, which <laughs> ultimately I managed to forget my team vest, which is a bit of a crime. Um, and I was there at the start thinking, you blooming idiot, what are you like? And was just starting to, you know, feel a bit negative about <coughs> the whole experience. But the race got started and I had an all right start, a bit of a falter in the middle where I think I didn't quite get enough food in um, and the, the clag came down and I wasn't sure at what point exactly where I was going. But once I got some gels on board 
um, and saw some other people, which was a bit of a lift, and saw some spots that I knew. Uh, that got me going again, and I had a bit of a resurgence, which really gave me a nice lift and got me my first points in the champs. So that was great. Wild celebrations after I even treated myself to a post-race half pint at the Old Crown. So two really great running experiences, the Outdoors and the Old Crown round, having a great summer uh, with running. Anyway, the guest coming up today is Fiona Pascal. Her name might sound a little familiar to you, um, but I feel over the next few years, you're going to be hearing it a lot more. She recently uh, became the holder of the Lakes 24-hour record, managing 68 peaks in 23 hours and 26 minutes. Um, that's 140 kilometres of running. That's 11,000 metres of ascent, which in feet is a lot. Um, met, met Fee at a training camp. Um, her sister Beth was holding up at Coniston, which another recommendation if Beth does any more training camps. Um, they, that was really brilliant. She had a great team with her. She had Fee, her sister, who is a Pilates instructor and massage therapist. Um, Fiona's husband, Matt, was just an absolutely incredible chef. So the food was really, really good. And he ain't a bad runner himself. So he was out there joining us on the runs, as was Beth's husband, also called Matt. And he was the coffee man, making his coffees all the time. I mean, obviously, I've seen I've seen the way things are filmed these days. You're not a runner if you drink, don't drink coffee. And uh, Matt certainly provided a, a high quality level of coffee. Um, Joe Farnell, who also recently completed the Lakeland uh, 100 miler and got himself a top 10 place and is a great Totley member. So getting him a little plug there. He was teaching us navigation, which I'm still to make any real use of, uh, but really enjoyed his sessions. And um, obviously Beth was giving us a few insights to her ultra running career and how she trains. So it was an incredible week, um, weekend with great company. The other people on the on the trip were brilliant. Um, and yeah, we had lots of fun. But what you could see from there is is Fiona was, you know, very very good runner herself. She's she's very upright when she runs. She's um, very relaxed and very easygoing. And I think you'll see that in uh, the interview coming up. Without further ado, here is Fiona Pascal on On the Bakefoot. Hello. That's strange. Uh, hello. That's working. Maybe that's better. <laughs> you can hear what I'm saying now, right? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, perfect. What happened there? I don't know. I wonder if I was trying to be too professional and using this microphone and it was throwing things um, off. 
Yeah, that might have been it. It looks like a very nice microphone, though. Yeah, it's uh, Amazon's finest. Uh... Mm. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to do these things properly, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, when it works. <laughs> yeah, it really helps. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought I'd do, Thee, is I'll probably do a little intro. What I can do is I can add bits around it. So if we just mm. have like a rambling conversation, then I can do a little bit of an into the, um, introduction and add that in later. And I was yeah. going to introduce you, if I've got everything right here, as the fastest female George Fisher tea round. Correct. The current Lakes 24-hour record holder. Nice. And I also thought worth mentioning the winner of this year's Felsman, so. Yeah, that's correct. Now, mm -hmm. to get things right, you're also a Pilates teacher. And is the right term masseuse or masseur or <laughs> where are we now in 2022 with that? I don't know. <laughs> I suppose you just, it would be a sports massage therapist. Perfect. I'm happier with that. Yeah. And then it just takes the, the gender thing away completely and you don't have to worry. <laughs> and then like, because I did have a little look on your website to remind myself, because that's kind of, it's a, are you doing the personal training as well? Yeah, which website did you look at? I found, I just Googled Fiona Pascal and then it came across mm. your website. But it kind of sounded like there was a bit of we to it. So like, are you working with someone else on that? No, so it's just, um, yeah, that's a really old website. I think the one you're looking at um, is Pascal Fitness, which is, yeah. I keep, you know, people keep getting in touch with me and I'm like, oh God, yeah, that's really out of date. Um, so, but yeah, so I basically, I do do a bit of personal training. Yeah. And I do yeah. some like one-to-one -one Pilates personal training. Um, and then I do online sort of fitness plans as well. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, so that's a kind of different thing. I really need to sort the website out. That's really bad. I haven't, I haven't even been on it for like a year and a half. <laughs> Have you got like a new website then? Or? Um, yeah. So the fitness bubble is the online stuff. Right. That might be worth mentioning and the fitness. Yeah, I think, yeah, over the other, because the other stuff is all the kind of the local down here in Somerset. Yeah. Um, I don't really advertise for that anymore because I don't want anyone new. Yeah. I'm full. Wow, cool. <laughs> um, no, I like, not that I'm really busy or anything, but I'm just kind of, I don't have time to do that and the online stuff, like any extra and the on online stuff. So yeah. the online is more the kind of the focus to me at the moment. Oh, cool. So are you teaching Pilates alongside that with regular classes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have some classes and then I have some one-to-one -one, Yeah. Um, bits and bobs, yeah. And then mm. you're training yourself quite extensively. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was until last week and now I'm not doing anything. I just went for a half an hour run. <laughs> <laughs> You sound a bit upset by this. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it now because I've seen, I've seen what going back into running does. Yeah. If, you know, it can cause some real problems. So I am all right with it. But, um, but yeah, I know I'm looking forward to getting going again. <laughs> so have you done nothing since the 24 hour until... Yeah, um, I've done like a little bit of Pilates. Yeah. Um, 
and like a walk I went for a like a two and a half kilometer walk (laughs) 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 woohoo So you're resting um, hard at the moment. Yeah, yeah, resting hard. Well, I would normally, I'd go into doing some upper body stuff when I've done yeah. a big race, but I did something to my hand on my last set of reckeys about a month ago. Oh, no. And I can't do anything there. I think there might be a break somewhere in the hand, but I'm not sure. Um, but I can't, like, do, I, can't, I couldn't do a push-up or yeah. pick up a dumbbell or anything like that. Oh no, you so, land on it then. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, it was really stupid. I fell over, like, I fell over flat like a pancake, but yeah. it happened to be on a boulder field. Oh. So I hit a bit of everything. I hit my knee, my hand, my hip. I broke a water bottle and I hit my belly as well, just like <laughs> so that, straight oh. down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then your hand's not been right since. No, it's not. It's, yeah, it's it's not that bad. It just means that I can't do sort of yeah. yeah I, I did something similar where I injured my hand and I was working in a ski resort at the time. I used to take this like little jump on the skidoo every day when I went to lunch. I'd like get a little skidoo ride and I'd hit this jump and nail it and get a bit of airtime just for fun. And every time I landed, I was like. Uh, that hurts the wrist never worry <laughs> <laughs> I got back from and then you just did it again <laughs> I got back from a ski season it's like yeah you've got a broken scaphoid you were just <laughs> you were just messing it up <laughs> so I had to have an operation I've got a little oh that's the wrong hand I've got a little scar there like a tiny little one it's just sort of odd color there oh uh, yeah yeah I think I see it and they put a little like it's like a little jelly bean that goes in your hands because the bone doesn't get great blood supply and it can die off. So they use like a little implant to repeat, to replace the bone. And yeah, apparently it looks just like a jelly bean. So wow. Hopefully you don't need jelly bean hand. And <laughs> I'm making it sound way worse than it is. I have full function and everything's good. Oh, nice. So, what do what do they take part of the bone out then and replace it with a jelly bean? Yeah. Just a jelly bean in there. And, and it is sort of. I think it's actually a more surgical kind of material than jelly bean. But um... oh, it's, oh, so it's not a, just an actual jelly bean, right? Okay, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> shape of a jelly bean so on your on your x-ray people will be like why have you got a jelly bean in your hand and you're like it's a herbert screw and they're like all right herbert screw yeah so i sincerely wow. hope you don't need that but it might be Thanks. worth getting it looked at if it's still you uh-huh. can't grip things because i couldn't do press-ups and i mean as you can tell like <laughs> but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you were really, really strong and tough before that, right? Before and then, that, uh... and then yeah, it just my upper body whittled away, and I decided to be a runner, <laughs> <laughs> which would be a good, good place to start. Where your running background, Fee? Because because I tried looking you up on Power of Ten, and there's not you're not coming up with all the five k, you know, ten k. Where's your park runs? How did you start? <laughs> Yeah, I can't run fast at all. No, 5K is horrible. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, I just, I I would run for sort of the fun of it. Yeah. Um, 
and I entered a kind of you know a couple of little little ultras yeah. and things um kind of over the last few years but before that I would just run for fun because I like running yeah um and then Beth did the Bob Graham round yeah and she made it look really easy yeah and she was really happy the whole time she's prancing around and she did it in 14 and a half hours and I kind of thought 10 extra hours and surely I can do that <laughs> um, so then I kind of thought but that was the first time I've ever really thought about doing any sort of serious you know you so know proper you, trying were you supporting like road support or were you on one of the legs for her or yeah yeah just road support yeah there's no way in hell I could have kept up with her um, <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to keep up with her now let alone back then <laughs> cool yeah and you were just like right I fancy a crack and then what you started training for Bob yeah pretty much yeah um I guess I started training in the January and then yeah I guess I mean I thought I was I was panicking thinking I'm not training enough I'm not doing nearly enough but actually I think compared to what a lot of people do we I was going up quite a lot and I did lots of lots of big days in the mountains probably yeah. too big too too large a day <laughs> kind of because I live in Somerset so it's a really yeah. long way to go up there yeah so whenever I went up there I would be doing kind of at least two legs kind of eight ten hour days yeah um the first time we went up there, my my because my husband Matt did it at the same time, did yeah. the same same time as me. Yeah. Um, we did the whole thing over three days. The first weekend we went up there. Yeah. Which was so painful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what it's like when you haven't been, you haven't done long descents for a while, or maybe you don't know what it's like because you you live in kind of. Yeah. No, I do know. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. even though the peaks is pretty good. I've just gone up and done an old crown fell race and yeah there was a few descents where like yeah my legs have had enough of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we did the first day we did legs one and two and then woke up in the morning and we could neither of us could walk it was just so <laughs> painful and we were like well god we'll just set off up steel fell and see what happens yeah and we fast packed it so we had quite a big rucksack and we had the tent and everything wow. and we just so we did it really really slowly yeah but we just it's amazing what the body can do if you just don't sort of let it stop it just yeah. sort of copes isn't it yeah it's amazing um if yeah I, so then I, yeah so it's, it's a miracle that neither of us got really bad overuse injuries <laughs> <laughs> good on you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I probably wasn't the most sensible training but uh and that was like camping out as well yeah so that was we only did that once actually but we actually it was April I think it was April yeah it was just as things were starting to open up yeah. in 2021 and we camped on top of you Barrow lovely and it was amazing like there was it was cold there was yeah. ice on the on the outside of the tent um in yeah. the morning but it was really clear and it was just so stunningly beautiful. It was awesome. That's lovely, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's a really good way of doing it if you don't want to be kind of driving for ages or getting a taxi. Yeah. Um, kind of all the way around from Woodfell. Because <laughs> there is something, <laughs> there's a little running club, 
I think they're a running club. I think they do other things as well. And Habersage, and they call themselves the Fat Boys uh, Running Club, which is a great PC name for <laughs> these days. And uh, a guy from them was telling me about something he called a slob Graham, which is similar, but he's sort of talking about staying in like posh bed and breakfasts around around the lake. So doing like you and Matt did, but <laughs> instead of camping, like living it up in between each leg. So. We're giving great options, aren't we? We're giving uh, ulteriors to doing it in 24 hours, uh, camping, slob, Graham. And yeah, it's obviously worked. It's obviously worked. So uh, that was Recce One, was a three-day adventure. Yeah, yeah. I should say this is before I got a coach. <laughs> this, is, this was my idea. <laughs> Brilliant. How long after that did you think I'm going to get a coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, I actually I got a coach after doing after completing my BG nice. because um, well I but because Beth is basically my coach is Martin Cox who is the same as Beth's coach. Yeah. And I think he she sort of mentioned that he might be interested or he might allow yeah. me onto his team and he's. He's really got his pick of who he can coach. So yeah. I was quite flattered. And I think that part of it was sort of just doing better favor. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I sort of thought, why not? Let's see what happens if I actually do some sort of sensible training. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't sensible what I was doing before, I don't think. So where did you go after your first? I'm loving it. So you did your first three-day adventure with Matt and then... Then you were running because I've seen what I've seen you what you and Matt do down in Taunton. It tends to be up this big hill and back again quite a lot. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but then so now I do lots of yeah, I do lots of sort of easy recovery runs from my house, which is yeah, yeah basically just up this one hill and back down again in various ways. Yeah. Um, but then it was, I do, we'd do sort of big two or three days in the lakes and then just be ruined for a week and not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, like and then I, I made him and I sort of, I made Matt do all of my training with me. Yeah. So I had all these crazy ideas that were completely wrong and I made him do them as well. <laughs> so you were leading the charge. You were, you yeah, were yeah. I, I was in charge. Yeah. Brilliant. And he was sort of doing what he was told um so then we did what we did one 60k run I think in the in down in Somerset just doing as many hills as possible which is you can do it's quite hilly down on the Quantocks where I live in Somerset yeah. it's really nice hills but they're only sort of two three hundred meters yeah so you have to do them a lot yeah um yeah so we, we basically did did some very long runs and then some very long back-to-back -back runs and then basically nothing in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like recovered from your monster sessions and then going. Yeah, nice. yeah, and then yeah. So I do like a really big week and then this yeah massive weekend in the lakes and then nothing in the whole week and I'd be like, oh god, I'm just being so lazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's wrong with me? And now I'm really looking back. I'm like, no, no, you were just really tired. <laughs> Um, and then you did your first bob didn't you and Matt do your bob together as well is that right or... um so we did it on the same day yeah. but we didn't do it together okay. um 
which I don't know, maybe was not very sensible because it meant we needed twice the support on the same day. But then so much of our support was kind of people coming up from the South. So it meant that it was one big kind of celebratory weekend, which was really fun. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we we got enough support. Yeah. And that worked out okay then. Like they didn't, your supporters didn't all get split up and cause any issues. No. Um, well, yeah, no, we were we did really well with it. We were really lucky. We had lots of support, but we did have lots of people who we sort of made come up from London and um yeah. we were like, oh, they they're really quick at half marathons, they'll be fine. Yeah. And then we just <laughs> put them on like skiddle in the middle of the night and expected them to be fine, and they weren't fine. no so that we um that was luckily on leg one matt and i set off together so one of the support injured themselves coming down skiddle and we only had one support each at that point yeah so matt and i went off together and we left our support to kind of look after each other wow which would have been fine but we were coming down halls fell neither of them had done the leg before i don't think Mm-hmm. Um, but they had they had the wrong GPX they were following, which took them down the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good you got a coach because you weren't just a danger to yourself, you were a danger to other people. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's a great story yeah. and everyone's <laughs> Yeah, they made it home. They made it back eventually. Yeah. Um, no, they did really well actually considering that because it's yeah. not I think it's it yeah it's coming down the parachute in the dark yeah. when you know the way is quite hard yep when, when you don't know the way and you don't realize that's what you're doing yeah it's um it feels a bit like walking off a cliff doesn't it yeah definitely yeah um <laughs> so yeah but we so we yeah we we did really well with the support but we did drop a few of them because we I don't know, we just sort of underestimated yeah. how hard it is to run downhill if you never do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's that's the main thing in the fells, and I guess fell running in particular, that you can be, you can have the fitness, but if you can't yeah. run downhills, then that's just, that Quad, stops you, right? Quads gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then at the end of that, was that when Beth turned to you and said we need to talk about your running (laughs) yeah yeah I felt really tired after doing the BG and I was sort of sitting you know that bench next to Moot Hall yeah and I was sitting like down like that with my head between my legs just trying not to pass out um (laughs) Beth just standing there being like you really need to think about your fell running career um (laughs) there's this other thing and so she sort of did that and I was just like oh god just leave me alone but then yeah she mentioned it a few more times um and then actually so I supported Nikki a few weeks later I was lucky enough to be supporting Nikki on her Lakes 24-hour record oh yeah um which was awesome um and I, yeah I, I mean she she actually supported me on my um Bob Graham which was really nice of her yeah she did leg two and she was it was like having a little crash course in how to run these rounds she just taught me everything <laughs> <As> <laughs> in four on. hours <laughs> yeah 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 as we were going yeah yeah um yeah she was great so then so then yeah I supported her on her late 24 
which is also uh, her climbing is insane. She's she's better at climbing than I am. Yeah. Well, she was she was then better at climbing than I am now. Yeah. She's yeah. She's just she's so strong going up. Yeah. Um, so that was really awesome. I was really struggling to keep up with her. And after that, I was like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. You're saying this is a three weeks after doing your Bob as well. So you're probably struggling a little bit in terms of you would have been knackered from that as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was definitely, yes, probably something, something like that. Maybe, maybe three weeks, maybe a month after. But yeah, I'd sort of yeah. only done one longish run um, yeah. and then I just hopped straight back in. Um, but yeah, I know I couldn't really, I was, you know, I was doing leg three or the BG leg three. So there's a few kind of out and backs. You, know, you don't have to go up Harrison's Stickle. You don't have to go all the way to Bofell. So yeah. when she did that, I was <laughs> just trying to catch my breath. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was, that was a really fun experience. It was really cool because she's so, she's so good at this, this stuff and she's so driven, you know, you can, she's got such grit. <laughs> um it's really awesome to see so uh, was it a similar thing to watching Beth's Bob you were like oh yeah Nikki's loving this I'll uh <laughs> I'll have a go myself in a, in a little while um, yeah I don't know it didn't seem yeah yeah it's it's different Beth and Nikki I guess I only saw Beth at the checkpoints at the road crossing so maybe it was a bit different but Nikki's definitely more kind of head down, teeth gritted, like going for it. Um, there was a bit more suffering. I, I witnessed a bit more suffering on Nikki's rounds than Beth's. I'm sure that Beth, I mean, I keep hearing that she does suffer. I've never witnessed it, but <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> there are rumours that sometimes she does suffer. Um, but yeah, no, Nikki, no, I didn't. I, after Nikki's round, I didn't think I could do that. I, I thought it was just, she was too quick. It was amazing. Um, I don't know at what point I guess I then like a few weeks after that I sort of forgot about how hard I found keeping up with Nikki for one leg <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah maybe I'll be able to do it yeah um, yeah so then that's that kind of was yeah that kind of planted the seed I guess nice mm. yeah yeah challenge after challenge isn't it and you've gone from essentially just running for a bit of fun to a bob and now the lake's 24-hour record i think yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna ask the follow-up where are you going next because you're just resting aren't you you're just like taking a chill and just <laughs> recovering from all that <laughs> yeah no i'm looking forward to racing oh, where cool. you just um you just turn up at a start line yeah and with races with like markers where you don't have to recce the route and, yeah. and organize your support team and everything that it seems really relaxing just to the idea of standing at a start line and just setting off running yeah definitely um, how is your navigation I mean have you had some fun learning the route of the bob with Matt and like a few getting lost and that kind of thing or are you just yeah well yeah I mean so in 21, it was, the weather was really nice. Whenever we were up there, yeah, the weather was great. We had bad visibility once and it really wow. wasn't even that bad. Wow. Um, so I learned the Bob route quite 
quite well and quite quickly. And we went up there quite a lot. We did each leg probably three or four times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was fine. This year, the weather has been really bad every time I've gone up to recce. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't realize how bad until actually doing the round. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can see where I'm going. This is fun. <laughs> but then there were some bits that I didn't I didn't know at all. Some of the extra bits off of the BG, because the Lakes 24 round is very similar route to the BG, yeah. apart from there's a few extra bits and bobs, and then there's an extra leg. Uh-huh. Um, so then, but yeah, the extra little bits on, for example, on the BG leg three, which was the Lakes 24 hour leg four for me, you have to go out to Pavey Arc, which is near Pinnacle Knot. Um, and I think I'd never actually done that right, but I'd always been just looking at my GPX and just following because I couldn't see any further than kind of a meter in front of me. Yeah. So I'd just been kind of, you know, like feeling, feeling my way around. <laughs> so on the day when I could see, I just, luckily I had Joe Farnell, who you know, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not navigator but- either on the navigator yeah and he's just such a solid navigator he'd never done it before either he was just out ahead just nailing it um that was great but I was completely reliant on him yeah well that's having a team isn't it yeah yeah it's good I think that is one of the things that yeah you've you've done incredibly well if you consider you're coming up, up from Taunton all the time to do these like have you got like a list of favorite service stations on all these on all these drives now? I mean, that's some mileage, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. No, we we know where to go for our for our snacks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and does that mean you um, do some things closer to home, or are you are you still quite set on getting yeah. up to the lakes? I mean, I love going up to the lakes. It's it's and the drive you get used to the drive I have quite a lot of guilt kind of you know carbon footprint guilt yeah okay um (laughs) so yeah I do I feel bad about that um but no I think that I I think I'll carry on coming up to the lakes because they're so great um but maybe not quite so often yeah um yeah but that's because because running around Somerset and around this West country and just in the South generally is really good. If you know where to go. Yeah. Um, it's just not what well, is, if you, if you have to recce the route in the lakes, then you can't do that in Somerset. <laughs> Funnily yeah. enough. Um, but yeah, no, I'll definitely be going up there again. My, my sister just moved there. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I have to have to go Got visit space. her. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah she moved the week before my round so yeah. cheers for not moving six months earlier <laughs> could have saved a lot on airbnb <laughs> campsites <laughs> yeah it's quite considerate especially when she's pushing this felt career upon you you know you were just exactly fun. yeah it's all her fault yeah <laughs> must have come in handy for the actual race weekend I suppose, the challenge weekend I suppose you had a good base to to go to and from so that's all right isn't yeah it? yeah no it's definitely very helpful yeah very convenient yeah I scribbled some things down I think someone because I was trying to prepare for your your coming it feels a bit of a scoop getting you on on my uh on my great on the bait foot podcast because I can see you going places <laughs> with me 
And, uh, well, no, it's an absolute honour. I'm a big fan of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> So t- what the on the bake foot, this is about the baking the cake thing now, right? It's yeah, it's a combination because you are getting payment with a cake and you can I, I'm quite happy for you to uh, request a kind of cake. I would just warn, warn you that once I made a Victoria sponge and I got the bottom and the top out of the oven. I thought, yeah, this is going well. I put the cream on one. I put the jam on the other. and I thought, yeah, they go together and it was all going well. Except I thought for some reason that they could go back into the oven. (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) which just made this just, I have no idea what to call it, but I wasn't asked to do uh, the physiotherapy Monday morning meeting bake again at Torbay Hospital. (laughs) Uh, Got me out of that duty. So that was nice. And um, well done. yeah, that was pretty sweet. And um, I have got better since, so I can bake scones. I've made quite a good banana bread, and my white Toblerone blondie was becoming very sought after at Sheffield Wednesday. So that was something we used to take in every now and then for work. So yeah, so yeah. It's, I've got better. So yeah, we'll, 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 we can talk. We can talk payment with cake <laughs> okay well i'll have a i'll have a think about it i'm not sure yeah. i'm up for the twice baked victoria sponge uh, <laughs> but the others sound great they'll sound all right don't they yeah oh no, definitely and then unfortunately yeah we were on the back foot but unfortunately not everybody's been able to to keep going with the podcast so i thought if i'm going to fly it solo i'll just tweak that little third word to my surname slightly and there we've got on the bake foot so uh oh yeah i didn't even get the baker bake thing oh there we go well done (laughs) yeah and then i get i didn't have to make a new theme tune or anything it's uh yeah smart move perfect not just a pretty (laughs) face well done (laughs) we try eh? we try (laughs) someone so i think someone had noted and i i was up in the alps recently and i was doing some long climbs and I've got some hiking poles and I was like well bloody brought them out here so I'm gonna have a go with them but they are a bit of a you've got to know what you're doing with hiking poles haven't you mm-hmm. were you using them on your challenge yes yeah um I, that's sensible would be my opinion I mean like I'm sure there might be some I don't know if there is an argument around poles some people are saying oh you know never used them in the past I don't know what the deal is but it sounds to me like a good thing to do it's a funny one I kind of I vaguely come across this sort of old poles are cheating kind of thing in fell running yeah but I mean everyone uses them now and I can see why they would be a problem in races because you get um you know people kind of polling each other at the beginning and things yeah um but yeah I mean they definitely help yeah so, but then, but then, I mean, like, where do you stop? Yeah. Um, like, should we all be still eating egg sandwiches and wearing wool vests 
and having bare feet, you know. Like, Definitely. <laughs> so they could be, we could have new challenges, you know, where you do Bob Graham's only on, for example, sausage rolls or, or yeah. boiled eggs like Bob did. Yeah. But no, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, a Bob Graham, but you have to do exactly what Bob Graham did. Yeah. And eat exactly what he did and wear exactly what he wore. Oil your hair in the same way. And <laughs> yeah. And have, yeah, no head torches or like a, a candle. Uh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> it sounds good it might get it might get some instagram hits maybe it could do it sounds like a challenge for sure yeah um, you'd say that if, if you had to learn how to use them or have you found it kind of um nice? yeah so i had to learn how to use them um i have also i'm really pathetic in my upper body uh -huh. so i have had to do a fair amount of upper body work okay. um which I think has really helped. I've got, um, my coach has put me on a upper body strength session that uh, cross-country skiers use. Cool. So lots of kind of tricep stuff, delt stuff, uh, a bit of bicep stuff, bit of chest stuff, just, yeah, kind of just, you know, normal things. Um, and then, yeah, I've practiced using poles quite a lot. I've tried to use them in kind of a couple of runs a week nice um but then I hurt my hand running up to yeah. the round so then all of the skill went out of the window and I just had to use them as if I was holding like a walking stick because because normally you kind of you you use the side of your hand to push down rather than gripping with your with your fingers uh, okay you kind of in like in theory you should be able to use the poles without kind of holding on to them it's all about the kind of Oh, wow. that, that swing so that you use more your kind of shoulder and tricep rather than just your hand yeah but I couldn't do that so I was kind of mainly <laughs> using my left hand and kind of just carrying the pole a bit with my right hand I think it still worked it still helped yeah but it wasn't quite as beneficial as it maybe could have been yeah oh that's okay that sounds really cool like the way that you've approached it and specifically trained for it and it sounds smart definitely but a bit of a bummer mm. that your hand injury stopped you uh using them as well as you could so there you go there might even be room there might even be a little wiggle room in in your uh 68 peaks i don't think it made that much difference to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna load that excuse but i think it was it was fine they yeah. still helped <laughs> <laughs> i think also it helps with posture as well yeah, because I don't know about you, but when I'm really tired, I start kind of leaning right forward and kind of hands on the knees and you just end up really hunched. But with poles, yeah. especially nice, big, long poles, you kind of you can still stride a bit better. Yeah, definitely. Um, and kind of stand a bit taller even when you're really tired. Yeah. Do you think the Pilates helps you there as well? Because I mean, like posture is the P is the holy P word in Pilates, isn't it? It's like what you're absolutely what your goal yeah. <laughs> oh definitely yeah yeah pilates i i fall apart if i don't do pilates for a couple of weeks i oh. really notice it um it's this the kind of i don't know the the glue that holds me together it's the base of everything yeah. um yeah if if i if i if i didn't do pilates i wouldn't be able to run um for sure and it's not just necessarily kind of i don't know like when i stopped doing pilates my knees might start hurting more 
And it's not necessarily because I'm not doing the leg strength work. It's because I've, I've, no, I've not done the core work so that yeah. any kind of imbalances in my back start presenting a little bit more. So then I start pushing, you know, putting more weight through one leg or putting uneven weight through the legs. Um, yeah. And then that causes the knee issue. It's all, you know, it's, it's this really sort of complicated inter-melded inter craziness that is the body. Um, yeah. And Pilates kind of just holds everything together for me. Yeah, because I really enjoyed when when I came on the camp. I really enjoyed the Pilates sessions you delivered, and they were they were challenging as well, which was good because obviously you can mm. hit Pilates at, at all levels. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really really good to to get involved with those. Um, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, how long have you been teaching Pilates now? I don't know. Um, Ah, oh, I don't know, probably between five and ten years, probably more closer to ten years. So you've got a good solid background in that as well, which maybe helped mm. you survive your uh, your brutal early exploits in fell running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's that's the reason that I didn't manage to injure myself within weeks of starting training, <laughs> running training properly. How's it work um, much then? Is is Matt your husband just just an animal, or does he do the Pilates too? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing that he didn't get injured. Um, he yes, yeah, so he does do Pilates, um, and he does a lot of stretching and rolling now. Yeah, he so he does. He's always done quite a lot of manual labor as well, which and sort of just generally moving around. So he's always he's got a good base. Yeah, um, but he is also he's got various postural issues and sort of muscular imbalances so it's yeah it's pretty amazing that he hasn't fallen apart <laughs> but we do he does a lot of stretching and I do a bit of massage on him and things so we keep him kind of kind of vaguely ticking by <laughs> I think this might I might have to pause and send you a new invite because I've not oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah I can see my uh, zoom do you want to take mm -hmm. a two-minute break and grab a drink or anything, or are you happy just to plow on? I'm fine. We can crack cool. on. You're great. Cool. Okay. You're a great guest, I have to say. Right. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you're a great host. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things you're like nervous sometimes. Like, what if we can't find anything to talk about? And then you're like, actually, it's just talking to a runner, and it'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. You know, get us started on running. I will pause okay. it. And then I'll send you another, I'll WhatsApp you another link. Okay, cool. I'll leave now. See you in a minute. Cool. See you in a bit. We are back. <laughs> can you hear me again, Fee? Yes, now I can hear you. Oh, lovely. Hi. Yeah, we were talking, weren't we? We were just talking about how you keep Matt held together with massage and <laughs> getting him to stretch and do all the right things. Yeah, it took him a while, but now he does it. Um yeah it's it's really necessary this might um, be, he, yeah. I mean this might be a good bit to get like kind of some of your opinions on things really because I think like you're well into the world of looking after your body if you've been teaching Pilates for five ten years and you're a sports massage therapist yeah um, it's such a tricky one isn't it when you're a runner and you're trying to get the best out of yourself and you're trying to really push the limits of your body and then at the same time, you need to look after it and take care of it. And then at the other side of it, you're not a full-time professional athlete, are you? So 
then then things become a challenge, don't they? Yeah, it's really difficult, I think, to find a balance, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm I'm really lucky in that part of my job is doing Pilates and strength and conditioning and fitness stuff. Um, so that, yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky for that reason. Um, so it helps. But yeah, I think it's, it's so easy for people to just run yeah um and or you know do do the strength and conditioning but then when they get busy they still do just as much running and they just stop the strength and conditioning it's always the first thing to go right yeah definitely um but i mean i think that people are starting to realize that you can't just do that yeah running by itself isn't isn't enough it's not it's not good for the body sorry my dog is going crazy to get outside yeah yeah that's fine tap tap tapping away she's gonna ask to come back in again in a minute is that your is that your view i thought you'd put yourself up on like a proper you know like a background kind of thing (laughs) a little bit of nature and it is like a full oh it's lovely yeah no it's the actual view yeah this is our field field of um, Fiona of that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we um we live in a in a hut in a field at the moment which like, is great yeah 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 it's nice <laughs> um, <laughs> um sorry so right. yeah strength and conditioning um yeah but I mean you just basically you just have to do it because otherwise at some point you're going to get injured and yeah. at some point you're probably going to get injured anyway I guess yeah. like it happens doesn't it it happens everyone gets injured right yeah I think yeah. you look at any the statistics for any injury and it says something like one in three runners will get this at some stage in their career and that's for every injury so basically as a runner you're likely to get four or five different injuries in your yeah definitely in your life. I think, like, and that was interesting for me coming from a physio background. I think I had like mm. three years where I didn't get an injury and I was really proud of it. And then I was like, after that three years, I was like, ah, but maybe you weren't pushing yourself as hard as you could. Mm. <laughs> so you've got, you've got that argument, haven't you, of, of progress as well as like, of course, I'm not saying don't listen to your body and do the sensible things and do the strength and conditioning. But like, yeah, sometimes when you, you go for these challenges and you you give these things a go you might get injured and that's a harsh reality of the sport isn't it really totally yeah yeah you're pushing yourself to the limit yeah and ideally you'd you'd just knock on the door of getting injured and then and then and that's when you'd taper and that's when you you know you'd you'd ease off and you'd be at your top and then you don't get injured and then you recover but yeah I mean we're, we're pushing ourselves to that limit so obviously sometimes it's going to go over even if we do do all of the right stuff all of the strength and conditioning and everything um but if we don't do all the right stuff and we just run then it's far more likely to happen basically yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good way of putting it and I think like have you got any because there will be people listening to this who will be like after the good training stuff like yeah how do I how do I do what Fee's been up to lately you know how do I do that well I mean have you got weight because strength and conditioning can be lifting great big heavy weights in the gym it can be doing your 
bodyweight exercises at home? Do you do a bit of everything? Have you got a personal preference of what you like to do? Um, yeah, so I do everything body weight, apart from I do do some upper body work with some lightish weight. So I've got, I go up to kind of 10, 10 kilos. So, so lightweights. Uh -huh. um but yeah all body weight I do some I do lots of kind of glute activation stuff because I've got quite lazy glutes which I think is something that a lot of people have yeah um so and then I'll do lots of sort of yes it's lots of squats and split squats um a bit of stuff with an exercise ball sort of ball hamstring curls things like yeah. that um and other than that I will do a mix so I do lots of pilates uh -huh. I do some kind of high intensity interval training type things yeah um and then some slower strength work as well okay um, i think i think kind of i always sort of compare this exercise stuff to food just if yeah. you're doing lots of everything then you're kind of covering all bases yeah and it's fun as well you know you don't get bored of of doing they also do a lot of stretching and rolling as well so i should say yeah oh great mm. okay um, what you said the slow the slow strength stuff what did you mean by that exactly um so kind of i would say heavier weight but it is okay. all body weight stuff yeah. still um but just slower movements so so strength and i do do some i do some sessions where i actually like count down so you do a really slow push up the down for 10 seconds hold for 10 yeah. seconds up for 10 seconds really really slow um but yeah, it just sort of slow, so it's not explosive yeah. movement. Which makes a lot um, of like time under tension you're going for, I guess. And then yeah, exactly. And you're doing the eccentric contraction then as well as the concentric. So you're extending the muscle. I mean, you know, yeah, you're sending the muscle over under tension. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, science corner. <laughs> no, no, it's great. <laughs> We're being silly because I gave you a thumbs up, but I was just like, yeah, no, keep going, because like yeah of course of course i understand what you're saying and you probably but you know i sometimes you don't want to over explain these things but there will be people listening in and yeah good. <laughs> it takes yeah. me back a little bit to the camp where you and beth were giving us talks and i just thought yeah the pair of you both have your heads like well switched on and i was like oh yeah this is okay i'm i'm, I'm definitely learning stuff here and then the nutrition side is that's the side I always need to learn. Uh, my friends <laughs> like, point that out. And it, I really struggled with that at my race at the weekend. So I just like, yeah, I, don't, I, th I think one thing I noticed that some of my friends had was they had their gels. In, <laughs> my friend had some of his gels in like a baby bottle. So he'd poured all his gels out beforehand, which is such a good idea. Cause like, when you're like trying to get up a hill and you're trying to rip that gel out and for some reason mm. it just hasn't opened and then you're getting your teeth into it it's like empty, like getting a little mayonnaise sachet going and you're <laughs> 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 a nightmare with it so like yeah I, I think the nutrition side of things I don't know do you think it's about finding your favorite gel or do you like it again are you that a bit of everything are you going at those paces where you can take on some slightly drier foods than just the gels no. yeah i i really am into gels these days yeah um so i used um spring energy yeah um so they're they're kind of 
some most of them are a bit thicker than a normal gel so they don't you know some gels just disappear in your mouth as soon as you put them in um which i guess is is really good but i don't really like the taste of that the really sweet stuff yeah um whereas spring energy is is rice based so it's some some of it's a little bit thicker but it's real food so i think i i don't know i think for the long stuff it's really good to have a bit of real food um you worry about your teeth a bit don't you if it was all like these super sugary stuff like and the, the fake kind of stuff it's like a foul runner is just going to be like these toothless ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah in 24 hours just yeah. gradually your teeth get smaller as well. <laughs> yeah um, yeah but i think you know, real food does help as well when you're doing long stuff especially if you struggle with digestion so the 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 um, actual kind of mechanism of chewing yeah. helps to trigger digestion as well. So having something to chew on, yeah. even if it's not actually anything that's going to do you any good, it's just okay. it might kind of help the digestion a little bit. So what were you struggling with on your race? When I've been going slower, I have well, I had yeah I had gels first. And then I had like quite a water, what are they, high five? That one, mm-hmm. like you say, that's one with quite kind of liquidy ones. And then I just think, I think I was going a little bit too hard up the hills. So I was kind of like, it's not, I've learned, it's not good to try taking food when you're gasping for air. <laughs> <laughs> the, two, the two don't quite go. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I probably need to just chill out a little bit. To eat but yeah and then I was trying things like I had some wine gums which I could manage to chew and they were okay mm. but I had like this energy bar and it was just too dry and it was just like mm. I was struggling with that and then I, that was at the point where I realized I just like I hadn't I hadn't been on it enough with my nutrition and I was actually really bonked at this point and I realized I fished around in my vest and I found two proper gels that were comfortable got them down but this point i'm like walking around great calver feeling a bit sorry for myself and it wasn't until they got into the system that i got going again so oh no maybe that's, that's it it takes a while to it takes 15 minutes or so just to yeah. absorb the sugar doesn't it so then if you're actually if you actually bonk then you're you're in that place for a while <laughs> and then i suppose it's discipline isn't it i mean that was mm-hmm. another thing i took away and it was funny because i did an ultra and it was really in my head you and beth talking about how many grams of like carbs to take on in an hour and i think because the ultra for me i did it i did it like a chilled pace it was like yeah i'm really in control like no race head and my race head is like a jumble sale like you know it's just stuff's going <laughs> <laughs> and there was no there was no race head on so it was all calm it was all composed i was taking food every 20 minutes i was smart and then like yeah i get myself in an english bell chance race it's just like yeah, I don't know. I, it's like just my concentration isn't isn't on like that composed. It's like the next thing. That, and yeah. So I, I yeah, I think it's and maybe it's the same with anything that once once it's in your head and you're kind of it's at the forefront of your mind, then you'll be better at doing it. But yeah. I guess I can imagine with the short stuff, I don't know. You're in such a rush, and like you say, you're breathing so hard. It's it's must be that much harder to yeah. eat. I mean, this was still 22 and a half miles and I've got CA's an hour coming up next month. So I'm hoping that I can play a bit of a more strategic 
nutrition game otherwise it'll be the same result <laughs> yeah you definitely need to eat for years and now and early as well I think that's the that's another thing that people um struggle with eating in the first hour yeah like, of course you're not hungry in the first hour um because you've tapered and you've eaten well in the morning and everything but yeah you need to start eating straight away yeah um, so yeah I don't know I don't know what to suggest really just just keep yeah. telling yourself it was just just eat just just eat just stop yeah. not eating <laughs> yeah I'll have a practice long run where I'm going to try and eat as much on that and then I'll eat yeah. nice and then yeah yeah if you go for, if you do some long runs and you yeah you eat whatever your aim is yeah um but yeah you do you definitely need to practice yeah uh, so I was eating hundred sort of 100 to 120 grams of carbs per hour um or taking partly you know partly in gels partly solid food partly drink it's really good going yeah it's really it's so much food it's yeah. that is ridiculous <laughs> um but I never could have done that if I hadn't practiced yeah. for a long time in all of my reckeys and all of my sort of specific endurance stuff so you definitely need to you need to train the gut to start yeah. with to be able to do it um but then also yeah just experiment with the types of foods that you can take yeah um, I guess the good thing with something like Cezanel is that you're you're less likely to get digestive issues because it's short enough that you can just you can just do sugar if you yeah. need to yeah that's true that'll be the plan yeah so you just remember yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm keen for that I think that's a good idea I had something pop yeah. in my head and it's just momentarily left. What were we talking? We're talking food. That was it. Because obviously you started running for the enjoyment of it. Now you've got a coach and you're, you know, managing all these big challenges. There's like that enjoyment of achievement. Are you still getting the, the fun kick out of it? And, are you, and what, are the, what are the kind of things that make run, running fun for you? yeah if the minute I stop enjoying running I stop running yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not in it for anything other than the love of it good um yeah I mean I really love everything about running yeah I think and there's definitely I don't get me wrong you know sometimes I can't be asked to go for a run <laughs> um sometimes it's forced you know yeah. like when it's pouring with rain or like, I've definitely sat in my car at the trailhead kind of shivering and like <laughs> hiding <laughs> and, uh, procrastinating um but I think I think mixing it up has been really fun so I've got with kids before especially when I was running for fun but even really training for the BG yeah I would just run and that's all I would do I'd go for some long runs and some short runs but it was just running yeah. But then, so now I do some kind of moderate runs where I'm trying to find flat and running quite fast and I'm doing like hill reps and sprints and then, you know, just a bit of everything. So that's really fun. Yeah, they, they, um, they do make you feel good, don't they? The workouts, like the speed. Yeah, feel like yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a kind of, I guess it's a different kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that type two fun. Yeah, as do like the easy runs, isn't it? When when you start allowing yourself to run a little bit slower as well, it's like, oh, I can actually take the view in today because I'm not like 
doing the everyday tempo that you do when you start out as like a, a runner without a plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it is. It's giving you, giving yourself permission to just go really easy and walk if you want to and yeah, stop and look at the view if you want to and things. It's really nice as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm glad to hear the enjoyment still there. Oh, I know what it was. The other thing I was looking at was there was a bit. It was nice because Beth was covering your latest challenge on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And there was a really good bit where she was trying to feed you potatoes, and <laughs> you were just yeah. like, oh, "I'm in a bit of a daze." <laughs> she's so good because she's obviously she's such a pro. Yeah. Um, and she was being such a mother uh, it's amazing but no I'd boiled loads of potatoes because I thought I'd be really craving something that was completely different and savory yeah um and potatoes I just I knew potatoes boiled with a bit of olive oil and salt and pepper just the most delicious thing in the world yeah. um but yeah so she had she had like piles and piles of pots of potatoes all ready to go in the car and I think I ate three in the whole round <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, yeah she was trying to encourage me to go through more but I wasn't having it <laughs> a bit like the post Christmas and you're just having potato curry and potato it's <laughs> like a week <laughs> yeah it was just like that <laughs> <laughs> oh wicked so with the uh, you've done the George Fisher tea round is that Mm-hmm. something that you'd recommend I have wondered whether that'd be a good little build up to doing a Bob Graham definitely it's yeah. so much fun that round it's so cool it's apart from Robinson it's completely different peaks to the Bob Graham round yeah um, and those northwest fells have you spent much time in that area no not really they're amazing they're so stunning and yeah they're really good they're really good in winter as well because they're quite rocky not too boggy yeah um there's I mean there was quite a lot of wet rock when I did it so it was it was winter when I did it and it was quite miserable weather um but it was still kind of all yeah all doable Uh, and it's just it's really cool to do something different and it's 42 kilometers so it's kind of marathon distance yeah so it's yeah it's a really good day out and I would say it's a really good um yeah really good prep for the bg it's about the same kind of elevation per mile as well oh sweet okay yeah yeah no really it's, yeah it's so much fun i had a really good time training for that and i did a couple of i know i did one recce i think uh yeah one recce but after you uh, that yes yeah okay yeah, yeah. so it was um not to bob and then it was right what do I do after this <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much I think I wanted to do some more racing because I hadn't done a huge amount of racing um or at least sort of proper racing like I'd done races before but I'd not I'd not really tried very hard in them I'd not really run very fast or eaten very much or anything like that so I wanted to do racing in the true sense of racing where I was actually trying and getting the right amount of fuel in and everything like that um and all of 
the races are full at the moment. I'm sure you've probably noticed that. It has become <laughs> popular, hasn't it? It's become really popular. And then after, I guess, COVID, 20 loads of, people, loads of things were cancelled, 21 loads of things were cancelled. So there was all the rollovers as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really difficult to get into any race. So I did the two round. Nice. Uh, which is yeah it's oh it's so much fun it's so good and you can do it I did it self-supported so I I went around in the morning and I just hid a drop bag in a perfect little hollow tree oh lovely um halfway around the course um you found it and then I found it yeah no one stole it I actually I put a little note on it saying please don't steal this I really want it or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't think anyone saw it it was perfect uh, yeah, so then, yeah, just just grabbed that on my way up uh, Whiteless Pike um, and cracked on. So, yeah, you don't need that. It's, it's really nice because it's around, but you don't need loads of support and you don't have to do loads of organising. Yeah, definitely, which must be, again, like you said, with what happened with your bob and people coming up and <laughs> having troubles. Yeah, it must yeah. be nice to be able to do that. Will oh, you definitely, yeah. <laughs> Will you do, have you got some more races lined up then? That's the obvious question. Um, yeah, so I've got a couple of little races. I'm doing the Endurance Life um, North York Moors. Yeah. Scarborough. Sweet. Um, which is a little 50K. I'm doing the Beacons 50, which I think is a 50 mile one in November. Uh-huh. And then I've doing the arc of attrition in january oh wow is that the one around like the coast path hmm. yeah so it's around the cornish yeah kind of corner the, the corner of cornwall yeah um 100 miles and it's i mean it sounds pretty miserable i don't know why i'm doing it it's all it's going to be almost all in the dark <laughs> but it'll be a nice challenge i suppose yeah, um, and it's local. It's local to me, so that's, that's nice. Big tick in its box, isn't it? And you can get out on the coast path without, like, yeah. You'll feel really good yeah. about your carbon footprint that that year training for that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> gonna feel really smug. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> you can cycle to your eckies now. That'd be nuts. <laughs> that might be a bit far. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That, oh, that sounds brilliant. So you've got plenty coming up. And yeah, I mean, was there anything on on the twenty four hour? Like, did you did you feel like you got this from the start? Did you have points where you thought you might have to throw in the towel, or did it all um, work smoothly? I some I don't know. I don't know if you get this. At most pace places on a race, yeah, I get this kind of warm fuzzy feeling where I think, oh, I could just stop, and then it would all be over. And it feels really nice. And then my brain is like, no, carry on, stop being silly. That's one option. Yeah. Um, so I got that a couple of times. Um, but no, because I, I had these extra two extra pop tops that were going to be kind of an option. Yeah. Which were, they were just before halfway. So they're quite early on. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I had in my head that I was probably going to miss one of them. And then I decided to miss the other one as well, which I'm really happy that I did because it would have been very tight. Yep. Um, and I think, yeah, I think I might not have been able to do it. Um, so then at that point, when I decided to leave those two, my schedule included them both. 
Yeah. So I skipped those two and I had an hour cushion. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. So, so then I kind of, um, yeah, I kind of gradually ate into that cushion, but it was okay because yeah. it was always there. Um, and I got a little bit worried towards the end because I felt, I think I felt like I was slowing down more than I actually was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was definitely concerned towards the end that I was going really slowly and I was never going to finish and I, I couldn't climb anymore. Uh, but my, my descending was really strong the whole way. I, I don't know how, I felt really good descending all the way until the end. So anything, any of my splits that had more descending than climbing, I didn't lose any time. So I was only losing oh, nice. time on the climbs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't kind of really worried any of the time apart from coming up from Dunnail I thought that I was more tired than I should be at that point so I was not halfway around yet and I was like I'm really tired like I was just I was breathing really hard um and it yeah it felt like it was a bit early to be kind of like on the struggle town ring road (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> calling in at sitting um, crying into your hands and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. um but that that level of struggle kind of just continued until it continued for the next kind of eight hours and then oh sounds um, nice yeah oh yeah yeah it's really nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> that continued for eight hours the feeling a bit more tired than you hoped yeah but then I, I yeah I, yeah so yeah, I guess I started struggling earlier than I hoped I would, but yeah. that level of struggle didn't get worse. Okay. Um, Did you have people like pushing food upon you, giving you like a bit of a lift? You've got a good crew, haven't you? Yeah, I ha- oh my crew was so good. They were so solid the whole way around. Um, when so on that leg, on that BG leg three, which is my leg four, I had Damien Hall and. Yeah. Casper Cars, I can't pronounce his surname, Stravillian, Stravillian, um, and Joe Farnell. Yeah. And they they were really good at kind of like talking me down because I was saying I shouldn't be this tired. I'm really struggling. I'm breathing really hard. And they were like, uh, why don't they were said they said it a lot more nicely than this, but they yeah. were like, why don't you just slow down a bit? And I was like, oh yeah, okay. And then, <laughs> and, then I, and then I felt fine a bit after that. Um, yeah, they kind of, <laughs> sorry. They were probably quite glad. I've been on these things where the person is on an absolute mission and you're like trying to keep up with them. And you're just like, yeah, give me a break as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they were fine. I don't think they had that problem. Um, but yeah, they kind of they did a bit of problem solving, basically. They kind of what did we do? We had, I took two, I was taking salt tablets every hour and I just took yeah. two on one, one hour. Cause I was getting a little bit bloated and just maybe a little bit crampy. So I just took two salt tabs and yeah. And that was, that was it basically. And then I was sort of okay again, but yeah, they, they sort of, yeah, taught me down. Um, and their support were really good. I'm, I'm very good at eating. Yeah. Um, even if I do say so myself, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but they I didn't really I didn't really want to eat that much so they were actually looking at their watches and telling me that I hadn't eaten for 15 minutes and making me eat or wow. you know offering nicely yeah. which is like amazing it's, it's so it's so impressive they were you know doing the route and timekeeping and doing the splits and remembering to feed yeah. me it's I mean support crews are just uh, unbelievable yeah uh, and mine was like really pro they were great definitely yeah I think yeah I mean I'll let you just say that because it's it's worth reminding isn't it like it's and I mean like they're excited to be there it's a great day out for them but then at the same time like yeah I, I think I've heard people talk about these rounds and just that feeling of having everybody kind of like carry you in that sense and like yeah. what is there supporting you and you must like do you get do you get home the week after and you're like oh bloody hell I've got to go and make my own cup of tea <laughs> where's my where's my surf <laughs> <Me. laughs> um, um no I I mean I know yeah I really I really missed my support crew as soon as they left <laughs> um yeah no it's it's really humbling because like you say I think they all enjoy it and I really love supporting people as well but it's a massive ask people you know they really have to do a lot to come out and help you so yeah it's really it's really amazing we had a guy um, my friend Jake uh, Jake Lane did a Bob Graham and his step uh, his stepdad Roger was driver and he's like ex-navy he absolutely loved it he loved the whole crack of being around and like being around the scene and I mean he's like just asking like when's someone else doing one I want to drive again when's someone else <laughs> yeah so I mean maybe I should just put his details out hire him out but the best thing about him is we got there one one time and he was just sat eating a pork knuckle, like, you know, like, <laughs> awful, like looking. <laughs> but it was just like, he added to the whole day, just with his yeah. general, like, his stories and, and like, yeah, the crack of the, the crack of the group, it, the whole thing, like, if you're someone doing one of these challenges, I think you're gifting people a really memorable day. So they do get out of they get that there's definitely an exchange of goods going on is what I think I'm trying to say um and I think like you know they're getting to know the route but yeah I bet it feels amazing to have people do the supporting for you I can see you're quite grateful for the support you had yeah yeah no I'm I'm really grateful and yeah you're right I think people do really enjoy it but then there are some people who get asked a lot oh yeah (laughs) I think people, I mean, people must get sick of it. Yeah. Because I'm still kind of, every time I've helped someone, it's still been a real novelty and it's been really fun and exciting, but I've only done it like five times. But some people help every weekend through every summer. It must mess <laughs> it up must... training. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, especially when you're like, oh, would you uh, meet me at 1 a.m. and then run until 5 a.m., please? <laughs> yeah. No. <It> sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah just make sure you just don't appear to be a morning person and then maybe no one will ask you on those uh, yeah yeah Yeah. oh Um, we've covered we've covered everything I can see my cheap uh zoom is starting to run out I mean is there anything that you would want to say on a podcast or wish I'd asked you or 
I was I was going to ask you for like a, but I was going to text you, so it's a bit unfair putting you on the spot. I was going to say because you like like your music, I'm assuming, because you had some nice stuff on when we were doing the Pilates, and only tracks that you would like say a must-have Lake District songs that you love when you're driving up or when you've come off a run or if anything you'd put on the if we made an on the Bakefoot playlist for fell runners I like when I'm running I like listening to kind of ambient sort of cinematic like theme tune music like a theme tune for if you were running in the Lake District yeah have you heard um, the Lord of the Rings for that? Because I've run in the peak of streets of Lord of the Rings. It's amazing. <laughs> I haven't tried Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, I recommend right. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes, that's amazing. Um, yeah. I like... Um, like, Do you know Quantic? Writing it down. I'll be writing it down. Um, is there kind of maybe a bit of Cuban kind of jazz, sort of a bit of mix of everything kind of music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that kind. I guess that kind of music and like um, like bonobo. Yeah. Um, Submotion orchestra. That kind of yeah, like like orchestral jazz because I don't like anything that's too beaty and bassy because I'll just try to run to it and then I'll fall yeah. over uh, <laughs> so something that's just yeah just nice to listen to and it makes you feel like you're yeah you're sort of running in a in a running film or something I guess. Well, well one last silly question was uh, was a question we asked another guest if you could go for tea with one fell running legend who would you go for tea with? And also, what would you have? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe Helen Diamantides. Nice, yeah. She's just a, a hero of mine. Yeah. Um, and I haven't met her. Like I would say Nikki, but I've I've actually oh, yeah. I've had tea with her, so. You know, if it's a, if it's a, yeah. Have a place. What would I have? What for, like, for food? (laughs) Yeah. It can be post or pre-run. It can be any of the kind of meals that you need. I mean, yeah, I'd have like a, I'd have a post-run pizza with Helen Diamantides. That sounds pretty good. Just, yeah. I don't eat cheese, so a pizza with loads of toppings and no cheese. Awesome. Yeah, that, yeah. Sounds, like, that sounds like a good one, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> the fantasy fell running restaurant we got. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks very much, Charlie. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, you can bake pizza as well for On the Bakefoot, so you could be the, the fantasy chef. I will make... I will make, there you go. I'm writing it down. <laughs> if you want, if you want, I can bring you a pizza. But then again, now it'll have to be a cold bake because if I'm traveling it down the M5, pizza ain't gonna be ain't gonna be any good, is it? I'll have to like turn up, use your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just come in and cook for the evening. You know, that's one why you came on the podcast. Can I now come around your house, use your kitchen, make you a pizza? I won't have prepared it, so it could go either way. <laughs> 
I'll make you a I really mean, nice cake. I don't know if you were angling for this, but you're welcome just to come over and I'll cook you pizza. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners will see through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, Matt's food was so amazing on the on the on the weekend away. This is yeah. like this whole podcast episode is a long game for me to get a free meal out of your husband. That's the only reason I, I volunteered to do is Bob. I mean, I just, um, I've got no, <laughs> it's just food. It's the only reason I'm here, but it was I mean, touche. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a good cook. Yeah, sensible decision. <laughs> <laughs> lovely to have you on, on the bake foot. Um, and yeah, I, I will let you know when the episode's coming out and stay in touch and yeah i would i would put myself forward if you need if you need any support on any future challenges and if i happen to be at any of your races i'll be shouting on from the sidelines oh thanks very much charlie thanks for having me on um, but yeah and good luck in sears and l yeah i think i'll need it but i'll have a, the main thing have a good day out yeah exactly <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> awesome all right well take care Fee. Thanks. Cheers, Charlie. See you soon. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. I know I certainly did. Um, just been out for a four times one mile session. And I don't know if anyone will have been listening that hard, but there was a point where I referred to my racing brain as a bit of a jumble sale. And uh, also, I think Fee was talking about how sometimes she'd just like to get up. She gets that warm, fuzzy feeling where she'd just like to sit down and, uh, yeah, put an end to the run. So, rep one, nice and well paced. Rep two, still there in the zone, trying to keep my concentration, or not trying to keep my concentration, just naturally. And then come rep three starting to get that normal uh, well wonder how i'm going to feel for these next two reps potentially i could always stop <laughs> should i carry on should i listen to the body but actually what you've also got to think is there is probably going to be a little bit of the body telling you to stop during a training session running hard is hard but not too hard so it was just quite an interesting one because i thought yep that's right the concentration definitely starts to go somewhere else in that third rep for me normally i can rally it back together and uh, take it out in the fourth that's very much like my experience at the old crown fell race so really got a lot out of the interview with fee i hope you guys did um it was a lot of fun what a lovely person uh, there was a bit of laughter in there there was some quite impressive exploits which maybe I could have dug a little deeper into but I feel I'm probably more the kind of Jonathan Ross presenter than the uh, Paxman of the uh, fell running world so yeah if you're listening out for those deep hard hitting uh, training um, tips and all that it's probably not the right podcast I don't know what this podcast is about but it's mostly there about having a nice time and enjoying yourself. So I actually felt like I was doing that during my session this morning, which, as I say, was has been a bit of inspiration from talking to someone like Fee that has uh, 
spread into my running this week um, and I hope it does the same for you. Hello and welcome to Fell Running News, the new slightly shorter edition rounding up some races in July. We begin up in Scotland on the 2nd of July at the British Fell Running Championships up in Duresdia. The women's race was won by Eve Pannone of Eden Runners and going into the final race up in the Black Mountains she is also currently leading the women's championship. The men's championship however is already wrapped up as Finlay Wild won the race on the second and after winning the two previous races has achieved maximum points and has already been crowned British Fell champion. Similarly down more locally in Totley a rather delightful chap named Bart Shaw was crowned the Blackamore champion of the Totley Blackamore Fell Race. As a spectator um, and also helping out as a volunteer, it was a great pleasure that I got to watch Bart storming clear to his great glorious win. If you haven't run any of the Totley Fell Runs, uh, I would say they are great races, well worth it. As Kay, our lovely captain, puts on some great prizes. Um, <laughs> Bart had a rather impressive haul of fruit and uh, looked very pleased with that. Into uh, viewing for some news on the Fell Running Facebook and courtesy here of Andy Gibbons, I have learned that there is also a Fighting Robot Association which are not to be confused with the Fell Runners Association if you are looking for information on Fell Running. Coming into the uh, latest race of the English Championships, the Old Crown Round, the women's race was won by Sharon Taylor, Nicola Jackson was a strong finish in second, and Emma Hopkinson was fantastic in third. She also currently leads the English Fell Championships, that's Emma Hopkinson going into the final two races. We have Bradwell coming up and Langdale. In the men's, the uh, race was won and it came down to a road dash back into the village where Billy Cartwright took first um, at the race. Brennan Townshend was close in second and Ben Rothery had a very strong run finishing in third. In fifth was Vet 40 Donny Clark who currently leads the overall championship and looking at photos has a rather fantastic moustache. Well that's all we've got for today in Fell Running News. Um, if you have any Fell Running News that you would like sent into the podcast to be announced, then please email at onthebackfootpod, all one word, um, at gmail.com. Thank you 
and look forward to speaking to you again. Today's poem comes from when we had the heat wave and just trying to get out, you know, on one of those mornings when you're not quite feeling it. Gentle steps. Waking up throughout the night from throwing off the sheets. Bleary-eyed heading out onto the streets. Troubles on the mind this early morning mustn't be harsh on a body still yawning. Gentle steps along the river path, cloaked in sunlight, nature's glow. Gentle rhythms of footsteps, an easy pace, off we go. about running we talked about other things too thank you for joining we hope you enjoyed it that was on the bait foot